So this is Ian Harvey. I'm the Toka US brand manager. I've got Gus Shoemaker with me. Um, this is part our second interview that we've done. Um, Gus is the defending world junior individual champion, as well as he anchored the last two world junior relays to gold. And he's also the defending US senior national sprint champion. Um, if you haven't watched the first part of this, I'd encourage you to do that before watching this part uh, because it's part two. So <laughs> thanks for doing here, uh, doing this and being here. Yeah, for sure. You're at your home in Anchorage. Yeah. Just got back from school and about to go out and do your afternoon workout. Yeah, that cool. is correct. So I just listed some of your results, which are really impressive. I'm wondering if you have a favorite race. Um, so I just listed winning individual gold, two relay golds, U.S. national, senior national title. But it could be a junior race when you were a little tyke or anything. Uh, I have my favorite race. Oh, here, like a, I'm curious what yours is. Okay, like a very specific race. Yeah, not like a 10K like one classic, race. But, but actually okay. an experience that you no, had. That, is, that ups it, yeah. Well, let me let me uh, let me say something while you're thinking. This year's relay was amazing because you guys were the front runners, you were the favorites, and you ran away with it after uh, Luke just destroyed everyone on the on the scramble leg. But last year, when you had to catch those other teams in the anchor leg, and then you bared them in the sprint, that was so darn impressive and inspiring. That's got to be my favorite race of all time, just from a spectator point of view and a fan. Yeah, that was an exciting one. That, that was, was a fun, a fun, funny, fun finish, fun Absolutely. finish to watch too. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, I would like my world juniors win was the individual classic race was obviously about as emotional as a race has gotten for me. But like in terms of like fun, I, we had some amazing high school races actually in Anchorage when like it was me, Luke Jagger, Canyon Tobin, Hunter Wonders, uh, who are all like the same speed or very, very similar. So these mass starts would just be like the most, I don't even know how to like cat and mousey, like tactical game races that I ever had. And those have been some of the most fun races that I've ever had. And like, yeah, the, I would say like state junior year, 10 K skate and or mass start was probably one of my most fun races ever, but yeah, I've had a lot of other, races that I've enjoyed a lot and I think a lot of them are mass starts because I really like that the tactical element but yeah um those high school races I would say are maybe some of the best races I've had ever cool I know what you're talking about it's it's like impossible not to fall in love with skiing when you when you have a series of races like that with great competitors and there's no strong favorite you know so it's totally yeah. open and that's really and not necessarily a not necessarily the most stressful environment. Like obviously we all wanted to win, but it wasn't like world championships or anything. Like it was a relatively uh, low value race, but yeah, just a lot of fun. <laughs> yeah. And I guess that way you can also try stuff. Yeah. It, no, the great learning races, like yeah. especially, and then in our senior year, it was just me and Luke kind of. And yeah, that was a, every race we were like, cause neither of us could like beat the other outright really. So we'd have to like go hard over the tops of the hills or like, like sometimes I would just try to like wear them down a little bit in specific types of terrain, like flatter, gradual stuff. I don't know. Yeah. Oh. It was a great 
great learning experience for math starts and tactical stuff. And it was really fun because like your classmates are there and like those are some of the most spectated races I've had too. Like so loud and exciting just because it like combines the school element. So yeah, those are always had a very fun atmosphere. Sounds fun. I bet yeah. that's a, a major part of why you're where you are at today because of the passion and the ability to experiment yeah that you had you know yeah and i think i mean a big part of it is just having those other fast skiers around me Mm -hmm. uh i would like more than anything that was probably it the races helped facilitate that dynamic but without the other fast people in my kind of age range that probably wouldn't have been the same but yeah fun either way cool absolutely (laughs) all right so next question would be um I know you're pretty young still, um, but you still uh, ski raced in a lot of places. Have you got a favorite race venue? Just a place you love to race for whatever reason? Um, I do not really, I would say. I, when most people ask me this, I, my response is Switzerland because it was sunny and snowy and kind of like the idyllic ski venue. But uh, I don't know if like, that format was necessarily the most fun. I don't know. I've had a lot of good venues. I honestly like Kincaid, like Anchorage venue is very fun, especially like with a lot of people there. And it's honestly more so when it's on the snowmaking loop, as funny as that sounds, like when it's on a 3K loop and you're just cruising around and there's people on most places or people like are able to see more of the race. I think that's a really fun atmosphere. So we're good. So it seems to me, having been in the sport for a long time, that strength training has changed more than any other aspect of training over the last 20 years, I would say. And for that reason, I'm always curious about what people do for strength. Um, have you got any comments on that? Or what do you, what do, you do for, for strength training that's interesting? Common yeah, I'd say, I mean, now it's definitely kind of out of the normal, but like Jan's strength ideas come from a and kind of an older time in Poland like a little bit I think and they're very circuit based and aerobic and like body weight based and I did that all growing up and I think I was partly like I've got some strength from that partly because of genetics and that that was good strength but now I've sort of transitioned more to a hybrid between doing like that type of strength one day a week so doing circuits one day and then doing uh i have a strength program through the u.s team which is more like heavy lifting like a little bit basically just touching on that max power or max strength once a week or something and then a lot actually a lot of that is just core type stuff like trx strength um but i think it's helped me to have like that maximal load sprinkled in there uh like instead of just being the circuit style strength so now my answer is now i'm doing a hybrid of like circuit and uh lifting based strength how many days a week let's say in september do you do strength workouts either the circuit type strength or in the weight room and let's leave out double pulling and skating without poles and classic without poles yeah so two then usually i just do monday wednesday and with Monday being kind of a regular, like just a little strength block and then Wednesday, more of a, like a longer 
like I'll do like the strength and then usually add on some core, even though there's generally a lot of core in the strength and then some like, like, like jumping plyos and speeds. So Wednesday is like kind of my big strength day. And then, yeah, I'll do uh, like specific strength on skis, usually Saturday or something. And that would be, you mentioned in the last interview, you mentioned you do a lot of skating and classic skiing without poles. Do you also do double pole workouts? Yeah. Yeah. So Saturday, I guess I do like more of a single sticking and slash double pole up a hill. And then, yeah, I get, I almost don't even count the no pole skating as strength because it's, right. it's more just like uh, skiing kind of, but, and it's not like that hard on you as strength is. So I, I used to do a lot of no pole skiing. And for me, it was one of those things where you get good at it and you're fed and it's not strength, but you get someone who doesn't do it regularly. It's strength big time for them because they don't have the yeah. strength to do it. Yeah. 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 It's more of a maintenance and technique thing Yeah, for me, I'd say. So yeah. cool. Yeah. Thanks. So here's a question. Have you changed anything significant in your training from last year to this year um, outside of the, the regular small margin, small um, volume increase? Uh, not really. I'd say the biggest difference is no camps though. Like without camps, I've been able to be more like systematic and methodical about my training at home. Just like knocking down uh, week one, week two, week three, week four, week one, week two, week three, week four, like very uh, structured, which has been good. And I think it's helped me push the, the hours and intensity a little bit more, but uh, yeah, I guess I miss training in that big group. But yeah, I think either way works, but that's been the biggest difference this year. Cool. At least you've got a great training group that we talked about in the last interview. You've got some yeah. training partners that. Yeah. Yeah. I've had some good mm -hmm. sessions and some with people, with people are, this summer. Yeah. No, some people that aren't even in your team, but they're local strongmen kind of thing, you know, like really good yeah. athletes that aren't even on your team, which uh, yeah. I think adds an element of a training camp feeling. Yeah. They're not your teammates. And also yeah. you Johnny Johnny up also recently. So that's cool that you're yeah. able to do that at least. Yeah. Yeah. That was cool. So I guess that's it for today. I appreciate you doing this and I hope that this uh, back and forth has been entertaining as well as enlightening for, for um, the American ski public to check out and enjoy, maybe get some ideas. Yeah, I hope so too. Yeah. If nothing, else, <laughs> if nothing else, they'll, uh, Maybe they'll, they'll know a little bit more about the U.S.'s defending world junior champion and U.S. senior national sprint champion, Gus Schumacher. And, and when they see you uh, out there with your ski suit on and your glasses, they'll, they'll know who you are more inside. Or when they see your name on a results sheet, they'll know to root for you. And uh, they see that some of our nation's most talented and best and brightest are not only talented and best and bright, but also you obviously have great character and a nice personality and it's been my pleasure also getting to know you. Yeah, thank you. See ya. <laughs>